0: everyone, and welcome to the NFL Preview Show Week 2 right here on 24-7 Sports Hub Radio. I am your host, Jonathan Ragus. Unfortunately, it is Sunday morning. It's very early, but the good thing is it is Week 2 of the NFL season. My co-host, John Leary, will be calling in in a minute because, once again, technical difficulties here on Blog Talk Radio, unfortunately. But it seems to be the normal lately. Just waiting for John Leary, my co-host. From New England Sports Radio two four seven to call in so we can talk about some of the NFL games going on today, and it is going to be a very, very good schedule. We made my actually I made my picks on yesterday's two four seven Sports Hub Radio show with my co-host Jim Williams. I might stay with the same picks for this show. I most likely will, but we will find out because I like to Sick with my ship if everybody loses. Trying to get to my co-host. So please bear with us for a couple of moments. Thank you. All right, we're still trying here. Uh BTR. All right, we're going to try to get John Lear to call in via phone because, once again, Blood Talk Radio does not like Skype for some reason when you connect to a different server. Don't worry, though. We are here for a full hour, so we will go through every game today. Let you know what players to pick for your fantasy teams and also what teams to pick who will win because that's how good we are here at 24-7 Sports Hub Radio. I think we got John with us right now. John, what's going on, bud? Hey.
1: Hey, guys. Sorry about that. Uh, that's your Block <laughs> Blog Talk Radio decided it wanted to mess with me, so uh, I'm going to be talking to you live on my phone. That doesn't sound very good, I'm sure.
0: No, but at least <laughs> you're here, and uh, we can pick some of these NFL games today and go through the week two schedule, at least for Sunday and tomorrow night. Thursday's game already in the can. Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, yet. that's... Uh,
1: the good old rivalry between uh, the New York Jets and the New England Patriots, and obviously you and I, because I'm a huge Patriots fan, and you're a huge Jets fan. So let me ask you, what did you, what were your thoughts on the actual game?
0: Uh, it, it was the Jets game to win, Patriots game to lose. They both played awful. You yes, know, so you can only blame the range so much, but at the end of the day, when a professional wide receiver consistently drops the ball on every target, it's a damn shame. Julian, Santonio Holmes—we're the only guys catching balls. Got to give a little props to Stephen Hill as well from the Jets, but even him—he dropped some very, very good passes from Geno Smith. Geno yeah, Smith—not one to blame in this loss. So,
1: no, I fully totally agree. Uh, I definitely think that Geno Smith played a, a pretty damn good game. Um, but I gotta—I gotta tell you, I don't know what is up with our. Uh, rookie receivers, there. they can't, they cannot catch a, They can't even catch a potato sack if it was thrown towards them. I, mean, I don't get it. I don't understand why, why they can't.
0: You know, well, ten targets to Aaron Dobson, only three receptions. Seven targets to Tompkins, only two receptions. But then also you look at the Jets. You got eight targets to Clyde Gates. He dropped a, a pass in the end zone. A good pass from Geno Smith. It, it was just disgusting what was going on. Uh, you yeah. know, on both sides of the Like I said, you know it was going to come down to the Patriots' offense, the Jets' defense, and that's what it was in in the end of the game. So,
1: yeah. But so, just to to let everybody know out there, to let everybody know out there, Jonathan, my friend, has to go ahead and shave half his body because of a little bet that he decided to put on. So, everybody, stay tuned at the end of the show for that.
0: Maybe I already do that though. Do that. I said, maybe I already do that, though. Maybe half of the body is already shaved. You never know. And that,
1: uh, listen, if that's true, then that's really, really weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> half of
1: body,
0: man, I have to do it. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, so, don't worry about it. The raises will start at the end of the show. It'll happen.
1: <laughs> All right, so you want to get into this or what? You want to start
0: your picks? Games, absolutely. Let's go with the first game, and that is the 1-0 and St. Louis Rams taking on the O N one Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. I'm going to ask you right off the bat, John. St. Louis Rams, yeah. Atlanta Falcons, both very good teams. To me, the Falcons are the better team. Who do you think is going to win in this game, and why? Well,
1: I mean, I think it's going to come down to, uh, you know, I think it's going to come down to St. Louis's uh, defense, Atlanta's offense, and I'm going to actually go with Atlanta on this game. I think Matt Ryan is a force to be reckoned with. Granted, he he doesn't have two of his star receivers um, today with uh, Julio Jones and Roddy White, but you know he still has he still has Tony Gonzalez. So I am going to go ahead and go with Atlanta on that.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely got to go with the Atlanta Falcons in this game. You know they almost won week one, but unfortunately yep. they didn't. So, you got to go with the Atlanta Falcons. They are the better team. Matt Ryan is the better quarterback. He is, To me, he's a lot better than Sam Bradford. Not taking anything away from Sam Bradford, but the Atlanta Falcons have the better team. So, you have to go with the Falcons on this one. Also, Steven Jack, yeah. that's going to be one of my fantasy picks. I think he's going to have a big game against the St. Louis Rams. Returning, you know, he's returning. Well, he's not returning. The St. Louis Rams are coming to Atlanta, but he's playing against his former team. You know, he's going to want to have a big game.
1: Absolutely. I fully agree. Um, I, I would actually have to go – I would have to say that Stephen Jackson and Tony Gonzalez are going to be two fantasy uh, gurus today um, on the Atlanta side. Uh, for St. Louis, I don't know. I'm going to kind of go with Darrell Richardson. I think he's going to have a pretty good game. You know, he can't really, uh, can't really go wrong with them.
0: No, can't. You
1: know who's calling in right now? It's the who's voice. calling in
0: right now? The other co-host. Hello. The other co-host. Let's bring Jim Williams in and see what Jim Williams – I have to say, good. we'll be have you join us for a little bit. Jim Jameson Williams, what's going on, brother?
2: Well we'll see, I, I heard all this technical difficulty stuff oh, and I, I and I you know, I figured, you know, as, as I've known over the years, sometimes blog talk radio can be a hoe. So <laughs> I, I, I I oh, I'm keeping it real for the kids here. Uh so I figured I'd I'd help you tap dance, but it looks like you've got everything going here, so that's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah, for now, over
0: 10, Jim. yeah. Yeah. For now, unless it gives us a little more problems, Jim, but you know how to British ladies roll.
2: Oh, well, this one specifically, she uh, has a menstrual cycle
0: like no other. Yes. Uh, But you know what? What We have you here, Jim. You picked Atlanta as well. Why do you think Atlanta is going to beat the St. Louis Rams this week? Well,
2: I think they just have too many weapons. Uh, And I think, uh, as you guys were kind of mentioning, Tony Gonzalez is going to have a solid game. Uh, Again, good fantasy pick, I do agree. And they, they you just look at it on paper and uh, but too many weapons too little time, as it were uh I think Atlanta rolls in this one they they could easily win by double
0: digits, yeah that's what I see, but you know what the yeah. St Louis Rams don't have a bad team, but yet it they just don't but, but, but they're anything still
2: very they're an unproven team too by the same yeah. token so
1: but mm. well, I mean it, it, listen it's uh, nothing to take. Nothing to take against uh, Sam Bradford, but as long as he's on the
0: team, I think they're going to have a hard time winning. Yeah. But he's but got the target. Uh, Jared Cook, you know, tight end from the Tennessee Titans, now playing with the St. Louis Rams. This is going to be his first game, so that's another target for Sam Bradford. So he's got I the targets. He
2: can all the help he can get.
0: Yeah, he's got the weapons. Mm. You know, it's it's a shame because he is a good quarterback. I wonder if you take a Sam Bradford and you put him on a team that has a little bit of a better offensive line. And a better running back behind them. You got you know, you just have to wonder what a Sam Bradford could do. But that goes for so many other players in the league as well. So mm-hmm. So there you go. Our pick here on a two four seven NFL preview show. You gotta go with the Atlanta Falcons. They have That's the cool. line by six, which I'm a little shocked that I think it should be higher. Mm-hmm. Uh let's go to the next game, the Carolina Panthers and the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. Carolina has the line by three. What do you think, John? Well,
1: I'm actually going to go with, and this is going to kind of shock some people, but I'm actually going to go with the Buffalo Bills. Who? I think. Yeah, I am. Uh, I think Buffalo played the New England Patriots pretty solid last week. Their defense looks pretty good um, with Mario Williams being healthy, and I just don't think. I just don't think Cam Newton is. That good. I mean, he's got a couple of good targets to go to, uh, D'Angelo Williams, Steve Smith, Greg uh, Olsen. But at the end of the day, I just think Buffalo might, you know, it's going to be a defensive game for Buffalo to win, I think.
0: Yeah, what do what you are think? Yeah? You well, let's hey, go
2: well, first. I'd like to be last. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, of course. Well, there you go. If <laughs> Buffalo wins this game, you're absolutely right. It comes down to, as the kids say, a defensive struggle. And if you know any kids who say that, tell them they need help. But seriously. Uh, no, I, I think Carolina ekes this one out. Uh, the uh, the line of three is about right. I see this being a one-possession game all the way through. Uh, Camden's waiting to have a breakout game, and he's been waiting since – what, early to mid-last season, and I think he might have that uh, this uh, coming afternoon. Uh, you know, all things being, well, these two teams are very, very similar in, in status right now, both trying to find their identity, both trying to, you know, I, I don't know what else I can say. I'll just say Carolina and a pick pretty much.
0: Yeah, you know what, I have to go with Carolina as well. I thought, you know, Cam Newton had a little bit of a down game in Week 1, I don't think you're going to see that again from Cam Newton. Him and Steve Smith really connected. I got to go in this matchup, though, with Steve Smith as a really good fantasy option. I, I think Cam Newton is going to have a better game, but I wouldn't necessarily pick him as a fantasy option. I would go with Steve Smith, however. I think he is going to get the yardage against the Buffalo Bills secondary. In my mind, you got to go with Carolina as the win in this game. So, John, you pick Buffalo yes. and yes, their rookie quarterback.
2: Well,
1: the thing is, it's not so much. I think Buffalo more of the fact because of their defense, not so much right. of their offense. I think their well, yeah. offense is so, subpar, but I, I don't know. I really liked what I saw with uh, Buffalo Bills uh, defense last week. I really did.
0: Yeah. I don't know. You know what? I, I, I look at it with, they have some injury concerns as well. They already, you know, Stephen Gilmore, uh, you know, they're, they're a starting quarterback and then you got Jerry Burt He's out, but so is Ron Brooks as well. So it's, I don't know it's 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 gonna be a tough one they you know they have three key guys on their defense that are out, and I really think Carolina could take advantage of that hmm. so all, all right.
1: right well we'll have to wait and see uh, are we putting on on another bet or what?
0: <laughs> nah, I don't know, man, I don't think I could lose any more body here, so I am <laughs> not putting
2: any bets on any of these shows because I am a weenie. Thank you very much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, let's go so, with the next matchup, The Minnesota Vikings taking on the Chicago Bears, Bears 1-0 in Chicago. John, where do you see this going?
1: I see an upset alert, and I'm picking the Minnesota Vikings.
0: Ooh. Yes. Now, Uh, why are you
1: picking the Vikings here in an upset? Because they have the most dynamic running back in the game with Adrian Peterson. I'm almost positive he's going to have a breakout game. Uh, granted, I know he's going to get the Chicago Bears defense and, you know, they're pretty good. They still have Julius Peppers and stuff. So, you know what? I'm just, I just like the sexy pick I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and pick the, the Vikings on this one. I, I just, I like an upset.
0: Wow. What do you think, Jim?
2: Where's my Dixon Ticonderoga pencil? Not so fast, my friend. No, I mean, (laughs) Chicago's defense isn't what it once was. And believe me, the loss of Urlacher, not unlike in Baltimore, the loss of Ray Lewis and and, uh, Ed Reed, uh, it changes the dynamic of the defense. But I am sold after being a little bit unconvinced at uh, the new head coach there in Chicago from the CFL, you know, adding a little flavor to the offense. And keep in mind with the Bears' offense, Matt Forte didn't do much last week. No. Uh, Brandon Marshall and Jay Cutler really didn't hook up too much last week. They're at home at the spaceship. It's not Soldier Field to me. It's the effing spaceship. Uh, they're due to break out. Forte's going to have a good game. I think Marshall and Cutler hook up for at least one, probably two touchdowns in this game and exploit the Minnesota defense. Chicago takes care of business very easily, I think.
0: Uh, you know... That's tough, Jim. I picked Minnesota yesterday. Yeah. But you know, looking at it now, it's like you know, I don't know, unless AP pulls, you know, one of those games out of his rear end like he can and really carry this team to win, I really don't see Ponder doing much with this Minnesota Vikings team. I just I'm I'm not a fan of Christian Ponder. He, he but then at the same have... time, I'm not a fan of Jay Cutler either. Well, that's that's where I kind of step. Uh,
1: right, Jay Cutler and Christian Ponder, uh, Ponder. I don't know. Like I, I, I'm not a big Christian Ponder fan, and just like you said, I'm not really a big uh, Jay Cutler fan either. However, Jay Cutler does have the better arm, and you know he has a lot more experience. But I don't. Know. I gotta go with uh, Minnesota. I mean, he's I really got,
0: you know what? To me, Christian Ponder has the better weapons around him. There's no doubt about that. He's got the better receiving Ooh. core. He's got the better running back. But it's still Christian Ponder. I picked Minnesota yesterday. I'm going to have to change that today, and I'm going to say, like I said, unless Adrian Peterson just pulls one of those games out of his hat, so we know he can, I see Matt Forte having a better thing. I think you got to go with Matt Forte as a fantasy pick here, and I think the Chicago Bears are going to win this game.
2: Very nice. Come to the dark side. We have cookies. Ooh,
0: uh, 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 I and like milk. Yeah. we got to get some you coffee. can have
2: cookies without milk. I'm just saying. anyway. No, go. but I, I mean, you know, you, you throw out you throw out everything when it's an intra division matchup like this. But uh, everything being equal, I'm sorry, you guys are you guys are spot on on Christian Ponder. He uh, he has yet to prove anything. He is, I don't want to say Tim Tebow like in his quarterback capabilities, but he isn't much better. No. He is not much better. He's not much. Removed from Tebow in terms of not being able to throw the ball and matriculate the ball down the field, as Hank well, used
0: to say. You know, you look at it too, and, it, it, you know, this could either be a really good, exciting game if both Ponder and Cutler have good games, and especially if AP and Forte both have great games, or it could be one of those games where, you know what, Bears might win by a field goal or just one touchdown, or vice versa, and the Vikings might win by a field goal. Or, you know, th- this is a great situation. Yeah. You know, really is. But let's go to a better game. 1 p.m. Eastern time today on Fox RG3 and the 0-1 Washington Redskins heading into Green Bay to take on Aaron Rodgers and the 0-1 Green Bay Packers. John, let's get your thoughts on this game.
1: Um, well, I don't know. I kind of went back and forth uh, with a couple of people about this game, and uh, you know, RG3 coming off um, a obviously better second half against the Eagles last week. Playing against Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers obviously I think is a little bit more of an elite quarterback than RG3. Uh, I'm actually going to go I'm I'm going to pick Green Bay in this game. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a good game. Um, RG3 hopefully he doesn't start slow like he did, uh, but if he does, then you can pretty much count it that Green Bay is going to run away.
0: Yeah. Jim, we spoke about this uh, during the week right after that Monday night game against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, and RG3, man, Mike Shanahan, I put it on Mike Shanahan, no preseason reps for RG3, and he just looked terrible in the first half, but came on in the second half. What do you think is going to happen in this game?
2: Well, exactly. It was a classic case of, in the words of those who are game show fans who like to tell the truth, will the real Robert Griffin III please stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. up. No, no, but uh, – it was it was absolutely the case. Hold on, I'm getting a call. I'll come back with my thoughts in just a moment.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? Until Jim comes back, let me throw my thoughts in here right now. RG3 looked real rusty in the first half, like I said, John. He came back yeah. in the second half. It looked like the RG3 of all thrown for two touchdowns, 329 yards, but they are going to Lambeau Field, and this is the home of Aaron Rodgers. As much as I would love to see the Washington Redskins take the win, and I did pick Washington to upset yesterday, I'm gonna pick Washington again to upset in Lambeau. So, okay, well, I, I like th- that. I'll th- th- go th- Green Bay, right?
1: I did. I thought I thought you were gonna go with a little uh, Clay Matthews defense uh, after coming off a nice fine. Uh but yeah, I, I can I can accept your upset. That's okay with me.
0: Yeah, it is okay. You know, what? and I'm one guy going, you still going not agree, Bay though. What's Alfred that? Morris, 12 carries, 45 yards against the Eagles, one touchdown. He did not look good. This is a guy that can run the ball. He is going to bounce back. He's going to have a good game if you got yeah, Alfred agree. Morris. Even though it is against a very, very good defense, I see him doing a lot better than his 12 carries for 45 yards. But that's up to Mike Shanahan to give him more than just 12 carries. So I,
1: I definitely – I mean, if I had to say who to uh, start and who to set – uh, on the Redskins, I would definitely go with RG3, Alfred Morris, and Pierre Gasson. Uh, for the Packers, I'll go Aaron Rodgers, of course, uh, Jordy Nelson, Jermichael Finley.
0: But oh, you can sitting, just about anybody.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It can it, it kind of go down the line. So, I mean, sitting, not a whole lot of guys, but, you know, definitely be wise about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not going to pick anybody. So what do you think
0: about that? <laughs> what about you, James? Oh, there
2: you go. Uh, Okay, I'm back now. Sorry about that.
0: Who do do you got in this game, Washington or Green Bay?
2: It's Green Bay by a mile. Uh, By a Lambeau leap, you might say. Ha, 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 ha. I know. Uh, uh, Both teams on the bounce-back factor, obviously, uh, coming off of losses. But, again, it comes down to who's got the talent, who's got the goods, who's got the known commodity, and it's Green Bay. Robert Griffin III, as great as he was last season, we don't know what we're going to get from him. Remember this is a this is a kid and I say kid relatively speaking who you know like you mentioned John he did not get preseason reps Dr. James Andrews said oh yeah he could play but I wouldn't play him uh you know in the preseason so he was trying to hedge his bet and keep his legendary uh, mystique around cuz he is uh, the master surgeon and what have you uh, you know I I I can't see any way Washington gets to within you know, 10 points of Green Bay, aside from the opening whistle when it's all tied zero to zero. Oh, that's
0: uh, awesome.
2: yeah. oh, wow. <laughs> you, you talk about a fantasy play, it's the Packers' defense. I think Clay Matthews and company are going to bring it today, and uh, the, the home mystique will uh, will bring through Green Bay easily.
0: Yeah. Alright. Well, we'll see what happens there. I still pick Washington with the upset. Let's go to the You're next game. Miami Dolphins, Indianapolis Colts and in Indianapolis, both teams one and John, where do you see this game going?
1: No question, Indianapolis Colts. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna go ahead and justify that. I think all right, maybe I will. I'll justify it a little bit. How's that? Uh Indianapolis Colts, they have one of the better quarterbacks in the league right now with Andrew Luck. And of course, Andrew Luck has Reggie Wayne to throw through. That is a lethal combination. Uh, I just don't see uh, Miami putting up too many points. I don't believe in Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Mike Wallace is—he's a fast guy and stuff like that—but I don't believe in him that much either. So, I,
0: I'm going—I'm going, I'm going Colts, man, all the way. All right, Jim, you got your Ryan Tannehill jersey rocking right now. Well, you since go.
2: we're talking a Miami Dolphin game, we have to make the obligatory mention, and I'll see if I can put it in terms John will completely relate to. Ryan Tannehill's wife is wicked hot. Um, yeah. There, you feel you feel more at home, John?
1: Okay. <laughs> no, I don't. That was a terrible impression.
2: Well, oh, habit <laughs> Habajan, I'm sorry.
1: But... Uh,
2: you know, it's, it's South Jersey thing. We 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 can't hit those syllables. No, no, okay. I think you might
0: smack the shit coming from Boston, man.
2: Oh well. You
0: know. <laughs> well Joey we Numbers will you. be after
2: me. Oh wait, he's from New York. I'm sorry. All right, to the game in hand. I agree. Indianapolis wins this game. Maybe closer than you think because we saw a good little uh, hookup uh, a few times last week between uh Ryan Tannehill and Brian Hartline Hartline I wouldn't be hesitant in a flex situation to put him in if you're uh looking to make moves on your fantasy football team if you have him available he could be a good flex play today but captain comeback uh Andrew Luck I think he has seven come from behind victories in, in just over a season which is insane uh, seven fourth-quarter victories. I don't think he'll need a fourth-quarter victory this afternoon, but he'll get the job done, Indy, for the win.
0: I agree. You got a guy with the last name Luck, a horseshoe on his helmet. There is no doubt about it that Indianapolis is going to walk away with this game. What's really going to hurt Miami, though, is losing Reggie Bush and not having a competent running back. But also, got to remember, Vic Ballard out for the season for Indianapolis. That's a really, really big hit. Luckily for them, no they doubt. find Ahmad Bradshaw. You're going to see Ahmad Bradshaw get some yards today. So in a flex situation, and if you need an extra running back, put in Ahmad Bradshaw. I think he's going to do something against this Miami defense because both defenses I'm not big on. I don't think both defenses are that good. But when it comes to the end, they just have the better offense in Indianapolis. you got to pick the Colts in this game, and they do have the line by three, which I think should be a little bit more, Jim.
2: Well, yeah, I mean it, it's it's uh, and it's interesting you mentioned things on helmets. So if if we were to go by everybody's helmets, then Johnny Manziel would go to the ATM. Ah ha ha! Yeah. Oh,
0: boy. <laughs> I'm upset we didn't get
2: Johnny Cam yesterday. Damn it!
0: Ah, I didn't want to see that crap, man. Anyway, yeah, that, let's, that, let's, that, we, we got to get. Gonna... You know, go ahead. let's. Let's go with the Dallas Cowboys, the Kansas City Chiefs. They both teams want to know in Kansas City. Kansas City, though, has the line by three, John. Who do you think is going to win this game and why?
1: Well, at first my first thought was to go with the Dallas Cowboys. But, you know, I kind of like the Alex Smith-Andy um, Reid combination that they got going on right now. I'm going to go ahead and pick the Kansas City Chiefs in this. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I don't think it's going to be a defensive game. I think it's going to be a subpar game. Um, it's definitely, you know, the, the Cowboys have a better team this year than they have in a couple of years, you know, recent years. But I just, I don't know. I like, uh, you know, Jim Williams' buddy there, at, uh, Andy Reid, uh, and I think he's going to go ahead and they're going to pull out the, they'll pull out the win up in Kansas City.
2: Uh, that was a pretty... horrible impression. It's a shame it happened on our. What's going on with uh, the horrible
0: impression today, man? You guys are letting me down.
2: <clears throat> I uh, I wanna take full responsibility for uh <clears throat> uh what John Leary did, but I appreciate the pick. Uh they gave us a PC masterpiece afterwards. <clears throat> Time draws and uh, so is the uh, Kiwi. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh this is a close game. Uh but I, I give the edge to Dallas here. Uh I, I can see it going either way. That's the best way I can put it. Uh, yeah. It's a pick'em game. I'm going to pick Dallas uh, against my better judgment, probably.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm going with Dallas as well. In this, there's to me, I, I don't think it's going to be as close as most people are thinking. I think Dallas is going to take this game. Still not, you know, that big up on Kansas City's offense or defense. I think Dallas is the better team. Also, good thing for Tony Romo, Donta Robinson out for Kansas City today. So that's another big help for Tony Romo, throwing to that right side. But we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. Time's yours. Time. It's all yours. And now it's time for Jameson's Philadelphia Eagles taking on the San Diego Chargers. (laughs) Manti Teo and his imaginary girlfriend, Lene Kakua a year ago just a few days ago. John, we'll give this one to you, man. Where do you think you're going with this one? Ah,
1: uh, so what are we talking
0: about? The
2: Philadelphia Eagles, Eagles and Chargers,
0: Manti Te'o, the...
2: No, I'm takes
0: kidding. Takes on Michael Vick, Lady in the Tramp style.
2: But... God.
0: Wow. Um,
1: well, this is, you know, after what I saw last week with Philadelphia, um, I just don't feel that San Diego has a chance in this game, uh, even if Manti Te'o has his imaginary girl. And all her friends out there, there is nothing that's going to stop um, Michael Vick and LaShawn McCoy. They're going to go ahead and run away with this one
0: easily. Jameson, your it. Eagles, what do you think's going on there, man? Uh,
2: uh, by the way, inside information from what my sources are telling me, uh, Nan Titeo's imaginary girlfriend came back last night and oh. – uh, uh, the imaginary girlfriend and Teal got it on, and you know what they say, when a player has sex before a game, pew, goes downhill from there. Just saying, just saying. Uh, seriously, there. I, I don't want to say there's no way Philadelphia does not lose, because when I usually say that, they lose. But chances are good uh, the Eagles take, uh, take this one. I'm not going to say rather easily, because as I mentioned before, on our, our weekday show, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you know, they had to find their bearings with this offense. The first half, they were gangbusters. The second half, they fell flatter than a freaking pancake. There's got to yeah. be some sort of balance involved, uh, or else people are going to get injured. That being said, you would be foolish not to play Shady McCoy on your fantasy football oh, team. Absolutely. If you don't do that, you are not a friend of mine. Uh, Philadelphia wins this game, and to my shock, goes 2-0 and to start the season. Again, I had the Eagles pinned for five, six wins tops. I'm not saying I'm putting them in the Super Bowl, but I'm going to say, knowing the way the NFC East is, I might want to rethink things a little bit.
0: Yeah, The Eagles are good enough to dispatch the easiest teams in this league, and this is one of those games where <laughs> you could possibly see the Eagles even go near 50 points. That's how bad I think the Chargers are. That's how bad I think their defense is. LaShawn McCoy, man, you got to start him today. I don't care what running backs you have in your team. You got AP, you got Arian Foster. I don't care who you got. You got to start LaShawn McCoy today because he is going to rip up the San Diego defense. Eagles win this one by a landslide. Let's go with the defending Super Bowl champion, Baltimore Ravens, who have nobody from that Super Bowl-winning team taking on <laughs> Whedon, the weeds of the Cleveland Browns. John. Oh. Who do you got in this game, man?
2: Smoke them if you got them. Now, is this
1: an actual question? Because I mean, let's face it, Baltimore Ravens. I don't even have to. I don't even have to get into why. I mean, the Baltimore Ravens are facing the Cleveland Browns. Enough said. Um, the uh, Modell Bowl, if you would. Um, thank you, Jim. I took that from you, by the way.
2: You're welcome. Uh, uh, that, that, that'll be a fee, So go ahead.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say, you know. Even though the Browns are going to lose, they still have Trent Richardson. I'm sure he's, he's, he's bound for a good game. Um, and, of course, the Baltimore Ravens, they have Ray Rice. He is bound to break it open soon. Uh, and, well, you have Joe Flacco, and as is, is tough as it is to say, he is uh, deserving of a semi-elite quarterback at this moment in time. I'm going to go with Baltimore
0: Ravens. What do you got, Jim?
2: You mentioned Trent Richardson, uh, John, and it's very interesting you mentioned him because last week you would have figured he would have figured prominently into the offense, and he didn't. So I'm wondering, is it a given Trent Richardson's going to make an impact for Cleveland today? I'm not so sure. I don't know how he's going to be used in this new offense. By default, i got to pick Baltimore. It's not going to be a a fun game to watch. In fact, it's going to be, not unlike the Thursday nighter, an ugly game to watch. Uh, Baltimore will get by probably by 7.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm going to pick Baltimore as well, but I wouldn't be shocked if somehow Cleveland does pull an upset here and does beat Baltimore. But that's all going to count on Trent Richardson. Is he actually going to get some carries, not just 13 carries for 47 yards? This is his team, Trent Richardson. It's not Whedon's team. It's not Cameron's team. This is Trent Richardson's team. It's up to the head coaches of the Cleveland Browns to run the offense through him. And that's when you're going to see things happen. I still say Baltimore wins, though, but I wouldn't be shocked if somehow Cleveland does win. We've got a little over 25 minutes left in the show, so let's get to the next game. And that is the Tennessee Titans taking on the Houston Texans in Houston. Jim, we were both a little shocked at what the Houston Texans did in week one, but this could be a game where the Houston Texans really stand up. So, John, I ask you first, Titans or Texans?
1: Um, obviously, the Houston Texans. I mean, their defense is, their defense, um, is just a beast right now. Uh, and Plus, they do have Arian Foster. I don't know if he's playing today, um, but – you know, you still have uh was Brand uh Ben Tate as their backup. Yes. Mm. You know, Andrew Johnson, come on. That's you know, they're going against the Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans are terrible. So
0: Yeah. What do you think, Jim?
2: I'm expecting a bounce back game out of the out of both running backs, quite frankly, for Houston, and for that reason alone the Texans will get the job done and uh will stick some longhorns up the Titans hindsides, if you will. <laughs>
0: You know, honestly, no brainer here. Houston's gonna win this game and they're gonna win it real, real big. Big thing helping Stone them too Antonio Ford Smith. Antonio Smith returning for the Houston Texans defense. Ed Reed could be in the lineup today, so that's another boost for a very, very good defense. The Houston Texans got the line by eight against Tennessee. Why isn't it by ten? Because it's gonna be a big Big win here. Well,
2: well, because they want to get people to bet on the other team. That's how they Nobody's do it. Nobody's gonna they. bet
0: on Jake Locker against the Houston Texans defense. Come on.
2: Well, a couple of drunk Oakies from Muskogee might. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Oh anyway, wait, that's Oklahoma. Go. If you got an open running back spot, put Ben Tate in. He's gonna get some carries. He's gonna get a couple of uh, easily powered touchdowns if they get that close to the goal line and need somebody to run it in. Good call. That's what's happening. All right, man, Detroit Lions, Megatron taking on Larry Fitzgerald and the St. Saint, uh, Saint Louis Cardinals. See, I'm still in baseball mode from Friday. And the Arizona Cardinals, Carson Palmer, had a really good game in week one. John, where do you see this one going?
1: Well, um, you know, I do like Carson Palmer in Arizona. I think he's a good fit, but let's face it, Detroit is going to win this game. Matthew Stafford, Calvin Johnson, or Megatron, however you want to call him, Reggie Bush, having probably a career game last week, it's a no-brainer, uh, Detroit Lions. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, from what I hear, he might play, he might not play. I guess he's got a hurt ankle of some sort. So, uh, I, you know, Detroit Lions all the way on this one.
0: What do you think, Jim?
2: I'm feeling those Rastafari, uh, Rasta man. Yeah, man, Reggae Bush in Detroit. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Detroit wins this
0: thing. It's, it's what, a
2: no-brainer. What the heck not, was that? Where did that come from? Reggie Bush. Yes. Uh, I was listening to some Bob Marley before the show. I apologize. Dan. Oh but, man, seriously.
0: Really? You know, you know it's a good day for impressions, man. It really is.
2: Wow. Uh, Reggie is it Bush, seriously, is has come into his own, and I don't think last week was a fluke, gentlemen. I think he he's for real now in Detroit. Now that he has some some weapons around him to kind of work off of. Uh, I think Detroit rolls in this football game today.
0: Yeah, Detroit's absolutely going to roll in this game. Yeah, no man. question about it. Arizona is going to be a better team this season because of some of the things they did, bringing in Carson Palmer.
2: Bruce He's Arians coach.
0: Bringing in Richard Mendenhall is going to help them. 16 carries for 60 yards last week. But as we have stand on 24-7 Sports Hub Radio, Jim, Detroit finally has a running back that they could rely on since the days of Barry Sanders. And that's been a while now. So, you gotta go with Matthew Stafford, Megatron, Bush, Bell, and the Detroit Lions because they're gonna win this game by a pretty big margin.
2: Hey, you gotta always go with Bush.
0: Detroit only by two in this game.
2: <laughs> Mr. Leary is quirpsing, setting for the man. Anyway,
0: Yes, <laughs> Sunday... Most kids are sleeping, Jim.
2: Well, you
0: know. All right. This is
2: Forge Day, folks, and I'm going to hell. Continue.
0: Moving on. Moving on, let's go to the next game, and that is Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints going to Revis Island in Tampa Bay. Still doesn't sound right, but they are taking on the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay today. John, to me it's a no-brainer. Where are you going with it?
1: I'm going with New Orleans Saints. That's uh, Drew Brees. He is. Mr. Accurate, you know, with his Marquise Cole's, Jimmy Graham, you know what I mean. These, you know, the, deep, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, they're they're a pretty decent bunch this year. Um, and you're right, they do have uh, Revis Island. Thank God he's out of New York. Um, mm. Yes, that's right. I'm glad to see him go. <laughs> um, you know, he he's gonna have a pretty good game, I think, Daryl Revis, but. Then again, like I said, he's going against uh, Drew Brees, and uh Breezy's going to put up 49 points. I'm just saying.
0: Done. Yeah, it's, like I said, to me it's a no-brainer, but Jim, before you make your pick, I just have to tell you, our good friend Luke Hawks, if you don't pick the New Orleans Saints, you know you're in for a beating, right?
2: Well, for the love of God, I work with a guy at CLW83.com who's based near New Orleans, so I can't <laughs> pick against him, you fool. That being said, Luke Hawks will kick my ass, and I don't want that to happen. Uh, so I'm going to pick New Orleans, but simply because also there is no offense in Tampa Bay. Josh Freeman is a joke. Uh, their running back, who's their running back in Tampa Bay? Anybody?
0: Doug Martin. Come on, Martin's a good running back, man. He's a good running yeah, back. Yeah. Doug Martin, yeah, Doug Martin yeah. had a, an amazing season last year, and even in his first game, touchdown, 24 carries, 65 yards. It's, and not, it's not an ugly place for a team. Well, yeah, and they I, still I,
1: have
0: Vincent Jackson
1: too, though. You know.
0: Yeah, so you but they,
2: but but again, you can have the greatest wide receivers in the world, but if you have a a quarterback who keeps chucking it into the turf, what good does that do you? Josh Freeman is not the answer there, and by default, New Orleans will, as the kids say, raffle stomp all over them.
0: Josh Freeman's not a terrible quarterback, but I do He's think good, he though. has a terrible coach.
2: Don't like it oh.
0: coming out just a little while ago. Though it looks like Josh Freeman will be asking for a trade ahead of next month's trade deadline because the relationship between him and head coach Greg Schiano is just beyond repair. So they might be having a new quarterback in the next few weeks down in Tampa Bay.
2: Interesting, very yep. interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, you got to go with the Saints. I like Josh Freeman. I think he'd be better on another team. But I also said Tony Romo would be better on another team too. I think some. You also got say Mark Sanchez
2: would be better on another team. So,
0: I yeah. honestly, I believe it. Okay. I believe it, but you know what? Some players just need fresh starts. I think Josh Freeman could go to another team and play a lot better than he does in Tampa Bay. But also, okay,
1: course,
0: deserves to get a better at, as well. Let
1: me, John. Let me ask you a quick question. Hypothetically. Mark Sanchez,
0: for Josh Freeman. What do you think? Oh, I'd do it. I'd do it in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah?
0: I'd do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, no, no no doubt about it. Josh Freeman's a better quarterback than Mark Sanchez.
2: He wouldn't do wow. anything more in New York, though, given the offense or lack thereof in terms of coaching they have in place, though.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. But let me tell you right now, I think Josh Freeman could do a lot better job in New York than he's going to do in Tampa Bay. And that, I, that's mm. that's my yeah. two cents. But you got to give some of these guys better weapons. And better protection. You know, And okay. you know, you look at Mark Sanchez, you look at Josh Freeman. Hell, you look at anybody that started in Arizona for the last couple of years. You look at anybody mm-hmm. that's for Jacksonville, you know, in the last bunch of years. You got to give these guys better protection, you know. Mm-hmm. New Orleans by a landslide. Where's the line on this New Orleans game? Let me check this out. It's New Orleans by three.
2: Wow. Take it and run with it, damn it
0: little low. Put your money on New Orleans Saints.
2: Now, let go
0: to a game that could possibly be either a very boring game or a very exciting game if you play the theme song from the Benny Hill show, and that's the, <laughs> and the Oakland Raiders taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Where you got this one?
1: <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with this. This is just like... This is garbage on TV. This is like reality TV to me right here. Uh Jacksonville Jaguars, um, they don't – I mean, they're starting Chad Henney today, I believe, and, um, you know, they have Maurice Jones through who possibly could give two craps about being there and playing this game against the Oakland Raiders who are always terrible. However, with that being said, Terrell Pryor had a pretty good game last week. I'm going to go ahead and give uh, Oakland the uh, the edge on this just because I think – they have a better running back. No, excuse me. I take that back. Uh, just because I think they have a better quarterback in this situation. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Oakland Raiders. I don't know. I'll say 6-3. to
2: three.
0: <laughs> Ooh, man. Jim, where you got going with this? Okay, the correct call is
2: 9-6, to six, and it's a touchdown, and everybody do the safety dance. Get it right. Um oh, wait, by the way, By the way, Spiro Didis and Steve Tasker are the poor bastards who are calling this game. I feel for them tremendously. Uh, Well, no, I don't, because they're making more money than me. Screw that. Uh, (laughs) Oakland wins this exactly for the reasons my right honorable friend from uh, the greater New England area said. Terrell Pryor looked okay in his start, and when you're already changing quarterbacks in Jacksonville, you got problems. Uh, ninety nine problems and oh, here's one more. Maurice Jones-Drew did nothing last week. Yeah. Uh, so uh, by default, I'm gonna go with Oakland.
0: Hey, you know what? You gotta go with Oakland. Like I said before, it's gonna be all about prior <laughs> <laughs> running circles around the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's gonna it's gonna look hilarious. It's gonna look really good. I, you know what? I liked what you saw from Terrell Pryor last week. It's about time he gets a chance to do something in Oakland. He's been there for a while already, just sitting there, stagnant. But you know what? what? That might have made him a better NFL quarterback. Now I got Oakland the. By of, uh, Oakland by five. Oakland by five. It should be Oakland by 15 on this line because Jacksonville's not going to do anything.
2: Now I got the visions of Benny Hill running around chasing after naked women. Thanks. I appreciate it.
0: A little old bold guy and make him run in front of Terrell Pryor for this game? Oh, man.
2: He is the Hackstock Entertainment at the O. Co. Coliseum this afternoon.
0: It's going to be great. i you know I'll tell you. Just look. I mean, two hundred and seventeen yards, nineteen of twenty-nine passing, one touchdown, one hundred and twelve yards on thirteen carries. A quarterback. And that, uh, who did they play last week? Oakland. I can't even remember.
2: Most people like uh, to forget. Hey, listen. Oh, they yeah, played. I don't
0: remember. So he did that against the Colts. They only lost twenty-one to seventeen. Which is a lot better team than Jacksonville. It's going to be fun. Short,
2: short, term, short term, it's going to help the Raiders. Long term, the fact that you're leading rusher is the quarterback is going to hurt them tremendously.
0: You know what? you got to get something from Darren McFadden. It's not their fault that they can't get anything from Darren McFadden. I mean, he right. wasn't that great in this year either. Right. Right. You know? All right. So, uh, But guess what? Yeah, Terrell Pryor's got to take it on himself to do it. He's got no choice because he ain't getting nothing from his running back. So, mm-hmm. let's go to the two big games of today, and that is the Manning Bowl. Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Denver Broncos coming to MetLife Stadium in New Jersey to take on the New York Giants. John, where do you got this one, man? You love the Giants, don't you?
1: Ah. <sighs> Why you got to? Why you got to bring up that? Huh? Why, why you going to bring those bad, terrible memories up of the past two <laughs> Super Bowls?
0: Kyrie Fathead for Christmas.
1: Stick them,
2: stick them, cat.
1: You, you are terrible. Um, okay, listen. This is the Manning Bowl. This has NFL written all over it. This has every storyline you could possibly think of. I'm going Denver in this game because at the end of the day, uh, Peyton Manning is way better than his younger brother, and he's going to stick it to him. Oreo, dub, double stuffed Oreo style. Enough said. Moving <laughs> on.
0: I hear a little New England for the Patriots bias in there, man. Just a little bit, just a hint of it.
1: Listen, if if I have to go back, the two of the, you know, these are the two quarterbacks that I can't stand the most because they've beaten us religiously, and I can't take it. So I'm gonna have to go with the lesser of two evils on this, just because it's impossible for Peyton Manning to play us in a Super Bowl. At this point in
0: time, so <laughs> we'll see what happens, Jim. Where do you got this one, man? I know you said it would be a shootout. Do you still believe it will be a shootout?
2: I do, but before I get to my pick, you mentioned double stuff Oreos, Mr. Leary. Can I just say double stuff Oreos are not really double stuff Oreos anymore? They're like stuff in a quarter that ticks me off beyond belief, just something why Listen,
1: don't don't drag Oreos into this.
2: Uh, no, I love Oreos. It's
1: just back yeah. when we
2: were back when we were growing up. It was double stuff. Now, eh, never mind. Uh, okay, to the game at hand. Denver wins this. I'm not under the influence. That's a scary I thing. I think you are,
0: mate. man. I, you're a uh, binge drinking. <laughs> a, a... <laughs>
2: uh, well, well, after the reggae bush, you never know. But <laughs> no, serious. Okay, serious face. Game time. Uh, By the way, those of you who saw the Mayweather fight last night and feel you got ripped off, you'll get your money's worth in this game because this is really a heavyweight prize fight between the two Manning boys. And Peyton's going to come out on top. He's going to hook up with Wes Welker uh, a couple Ah, of times. no, don't say that. Oh, 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 it's true. It's damn true. Thomas is going to get the hookup. Holler if you hear him as well. Peyton's just too good. Denver wins this game, and it goes against my my theory. Usually, teams coming from two or three time zones to the West, coming East, usually don't fare well. But it's Peyton, so that kind of negates everything. Uh, Denver. Welcome wins.
0: to Directv.
2: Papa
1: <laughs> Papa John says Denver wins.
2: Hey, don't hate on the Papa Johns. Listen,
1: Papa
2: John, Papa John is Johnny. All right. Papa John's, well, the only thing I'll hate about Papa John's on is bringing Jim Nance into the fold. Hello, friends, would you like a pizza? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Listen, there's no question about it. We all believe Denver's going to take this game. I don't know if it's going to be a shootout or not. It's going to have to be from the Giants' side of the bowl because their running back core is just done. Exactly. You get rid of Brandon Jacobs because he's too slow, he's too fat, but yet you end up bringing him back. He's fat! In the words of Scott
2: Steiner, yes.
0: And, uh, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but all I do know is going to happen is that the Denver Broncos are going to win this game. Denver has the line by five. I think that's safe to say. You can that's put your safe. money on Denver with this game. Now, uh, just for coming out from Adam Schefter, Ed Reed will not be playing today for the Houston Texans. And also, Adam Schefter saying before we get to the 49ers Seahawks game, and this is for you, Jim. In weeks leading up to the 2012 draft, the Eagles came close to trading a second-round pick to the 49ers for Colin Kaepernick. So you could have had Kaepernick being your quarterback this year.
2: Beats the hell out of Michael Vick. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: I think most beat the hell out of Michael Vick. But anyway, let's Don't get you beat the hell out of him. Ah. Let's get to the last game of the day. That is 8:30, Tonight, night NBC. The San Francisco 49ers taking on Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. I know where I'm going with this one. Where are you going with it, John?
1: Well, when I was filling out my uh, you know, who's who's going to win, who's going to lose uh, sheet here, I it took me a long time to pick this because I feel that Russell Wilson is a really good quarterback, but Colin Kaepernick has really impressed me. Um I it, it was a coin toss, I have to go with San Francisco on this game just because I think he is the better quarterback. Um He's turning into at least against the Green Bay Packers he did. Uh he turned into some sort of a pocket passer, which is, you know, something that we haven't seen from him, uh, you know, leading back to last year. So I'll have to go with the forty ers on this. I just think that they're a way better team, way better coach team. I and once again a little biased because I don't like Pete Carroll, uh, leading back to the Patriot days. Um so yeah, I'm gonna go with San Francisco on this game. I don't think it's gonna be a uh, a blowout on either side. I just think it's gonna be a well uh well oiled machine and yeah. I'm low scoring yeah what do you think
0: Jim?
2: you know uh echo what uh mr leary said it's a pick' game to me because these two teams are very evenly matched, accepted quarterback russell wilson's very 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 good Kaepernick. You could make a a very simple case. He's a top-five quarterback in this league.
0: Right now, absolutely. Right now, absolutely. Absolutely,
2: no doubt about it. And like John mentioned, he's now becoming a pocket passer. He's learning that little uh, element, and that's a scary thing. And it's scary in a good way because that will prolong his career. Uh It'll be a close game, something in the realm of 17-14, 17-13. But San Francisco gets the job done, and the 12th man is going to cry over crying. What I'm interested in with this game more than anything else, though, is which running back is going to do more. Both of these guys, Marshawn Lynch for Seattle, Frank Gore for San Francisco, mm. it's not great out of the gates last week. Uh no. who's going to do more? And and by my saying San Francisco is going to win, that doesn't necessarily mean I think Frank Gore is going to do more uh, tonight. It, it's just who's going to get it all, get get it going, I should say.
0: You know, that's what it's going to really come down to. I, I honestly believe 49ers are going to win this game, and I believe the 49ers are going to possibly ret- return to the Super Bowl. I know it's early on. I, I just think they are the most complete team in the NFL right now. Colin Kaepernick you know, becoming a pocket passer is just huge for San Francisco. Frank mm-hmm. Gore, Kendall Hunter, I think, are a better running back tandem than Marshawn Lynch and Robert Turbin. I, I have to go with Gore and Hunter today. I, I think Gore is going to have a better game. I think Lynch is going to get stood up a little bit more by the San Francisco defense than Gore would by the Seattle defense. But you also got to look at it, too. They have an extra weapon, San Francisco, that they didn't have last year, and that's Anquan Bolden. So the mm-hmm. secondary and the cornerbacks of the Seattle Seahawks are gonna have to look now and say, Wow, we're not just gonna be, you know, facing up against Mario Manningham and Michael Crabtree and Vernon Davis. We got a fourth in the equation now, and that's Anquan Bolden, who to me makes any quarterback look better, ask Joe Flacco. And you're gonna see that the forty nine is gonna win this game and I don't think it's gonna be as close as you think it's gonna be. I think they're gonna win by at least a couple of touchdowns. Wow. Seattle's gonna do great this year. But they're not going to do anything good against the San Francisco 49ers. My opinion, Kaepernick is going to have a really good game. Will he throw for 412 yards again? Possibly, possibly not. But he is going to be somewhere near 300 today, if not a little bit over. He probably will throw for about another two to three touchdowns. Pretty but I pity. think he's going to pick today, but we'll see what happens. 49ers all the way in this one. Okay. Where do we got the line here on this one? Didn't I say that before? Seattle by three.
2: That that's just simply a home field line. That's all that
0: is. It, it is. It, it is a home field line. I I I totally believe that.
2: Double your money, make a stack on the Niners, kids. That's what we're trying to tell you.
0: The inside of line is even. Uh, if the line was Forty ers by three or four, put your money on the Forty ers at that line. But I would not put your money on Seattle by three.
2: No, I'm saying I'm saying go against the grain is.
0: Oh, you yeah, have to go against the grain. Absolutely, no doubt about it. But let me tell you, man, Anquan Bolden last week, man, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, the count was good, but pulling in for 208 yards, that was just monstrous yeah. of Anquan.
1: Anquan Bolden was, uh, was given to the San Francisco 49ers as a lovely parting gift by Jim <laughs> Harbaugh's brother. So
0: Why? <laughs> what the more? Just, with they're the nothing game now. Shows. They're nothing now, and they needed to really get rid of Bolden? It, it just made no sense. Yes. No, it didn't. No sense whatsoever. Well, that's it for the week two Sunday games. Oh, wait, no, we got the Monday game. I'm sorry. How dare yeah. you?
2: Well, no, you were right. It's back
0: at the Sunday games, but let's get to the Monday game. Totally forgot about it. We got a little over five minutes left in the show. This is a game I'm really not even I'm looking for. I probably won't even watch it. But anyway, it's the old. Veterans of Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, heading to Cincinnati to take on the evil ginger Andy Dalton. And
1: God. Bears. Where are you go? Wow. All right. Uh, for this game, I think, honestly, it's a no-brainer. I'm going Cincinnati Bengals. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are old. Um, on their defensive side, I think Ben Roethlisberger has lost the step. I think uh, he doesn't have much to throw to. And I think... Andy Dalton and A.J. Green are probably, if not one of the better, uh, you know, quarterback-wide receiver combinations that have uh, played in the game so far. So I look at them as being the difference maker in this game. Uh, There's no question about that.
2: Yeah. Where do you got it, Jim? Everybody quiet for a second. You hear that sizzling sound coming out of Pittsburgh? You hear it? That's Mike Tomlin on the hot seat because he may not last the season. Honest to goodness, this Steelers team is in free-fall mode. There is no way Cincinnati does not win. Cincinnati may just win this game by 14 points or more. Again, you've got two young, uh, young guns, like you mentioned, in, in A.J. Green and quarterback Andy Dalton, who are just one of the AFC's best tandems. Pittsburgh in free-fall mode. They're yeah. aging. Their defense is non-existent. Their offense is non-existent. Uh, you know, they're a figment of what they once were uh, five, six years ago. This is a no-brainer. Cincinnati rolls.
0: Yeah, Cincinnati is definitely going to roll this game. I know I love to bust the chops of Andy Dalton, but I love Andy Dalton because he's on most of my – fantasy teams. I love Andy Dalton. I love the connection between Andy Dalton, A.J. Green, but I also love the connection of Andy Dalton to Jermaine Gresham. they one Mm -hmm. of the better tight ends in the league. Um, Bright spot of this game has to be if Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis does not get going, Cincinnati has to look at Giovanni Bernard. Five and a half yards per carry on four carries for 22 yards last week. Give this guy some more carries because Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis, he'll get you those power touchdowns when you're near the goal line but he's not going to be the one that can get you across the field when you're starting out on your own 20. So you've got to do something with Bernard, Giovanni Bernard this week. Got it.
2: Jonathan, in that regard, it's pretty much like an extra preseason game for the Bengals. They can try out a couple of things at running back, maybe split the load, like you say, and, uh, you know, it, it can help them down the road.
0: Oh, absolutely. they got to do it. You know, Pittsburgh is just, to me, they're done. Morke's Pouncey, he's done for the season. Larry Foote ruptured his biceps. Larard Stevens Howland, done for the season towards ACL in that home loss to Tennessee. They don't have anybody. I'm sorry. You know, Heinz- I, Ward, I guess Wallace is gone. They have nobody now. So
2: I, I guess you might say there's nothing left in the in the ketchup bottle is what you're trying to tell me. There's
0: nothing left in the ketchup bottle. It was completely emptied out and it couldn't happen to a better team than the Pittsburgh Steelers in my mind. Yolly and
2: double yolly.
0: Very overrated team in my book, always have been. Mm-hmm. But that is the picks right here from John Leary, Jim Williams, and myself on the 24-7 NFL Preview Show Week 2. We will be back next Sunday at the same time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, and let's hope Blog Talk Radio works a little better with us unless yeah, everybody connect the right way so we don't have two minutes of dead air in the beginning of the show.
1: Yes, I, I will appreciate that. Sorry about that, guys.
0: <laughs> not, not Blog Talk Radio, DC DC we do want to show. thank we got to thank Jim Williams, a.k.a. Andy Reid, for joining us Enjoy. today. Uh, that was unexpected, but a pleasure. Thank you, Jim.
2: Uh, you're, you're quite welcome, uh, Time Shores.
0: There you go. So we'll let everybody go. Enjoy your games today. Best of luck to your teams. For Jim Williams and John Leary, I'm Jonathan Ragas. We'll see you all next Sunday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time.